Don't you remember the day when you met her for the first time? You were amazed by her and you couldn't take your eyes off her. But it wasn't her looks, it was this special something. The thing she was hiding. You don't remember? Yeah, I know, I know. It's a long time ago, a few hundreds or a thousand years ago. So, let me help refresh your memories by giving me your hand. Close your eyes and let me take you back to the day where you came to this little Viking village for the first time. It's a warm day for late November and you have been walking for the past hours when you come over a little hill and there it is. You can see the ocean and you smile because you can see the little village everyone has talked about. It really exists. A gentle touch into the leather bag. You take this beautiful, beautiful blue stone out of the pocket, looking at it, kissing it and thinking, soon I'll be rich. As you approach, you start walking past some small houses, kids playing outside, people nodding friendly, and then it starts to get more crowded. Animals everywhere, people talking, working, trading. Some of them, they greet you. Some of them, they just pass you a smile. And some of them, they just look curiously at you. But you feel welcome. And now, you feel that this is going to be something. And you can feel the excitement coming up. That's when a kid comes up to you, saying... Hello stranger, welcome to our village. To know that you mean no harm, we would like to get you know a little bit better. May I lead you to our chief's house? A few hours later, you are still sitting at the chief's table. But half of the village is surrounded in awe, looking at your beautiful stones. This one, for example, this will bring you luck during winter time. If you keep it in your pocket, it will keep your heart warm. And what about this one? A kid asks and holds up a white stone with some black traces in it. Oh, this one. That's the moonstone. It will help you to keep a good intuition and it's always good to keep it with you when you're traveling. I want one. Me too. Give me a blue one and a green one. And I want a red one. Give me two of the brown. Huh. It could not have gone better. After selling more than 20 stones, having money in your pocket, you are invited for feasting. God, remember this evening? Huh. It was a merry evening. In the morning, you wake up because someone has just sneaked out of your bed, closing the door gently. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, you think. You vaguely re remember anything. And you, your head feels as if Mjölnir 
Thor's hammer is smashing against it every now and then. And a few hours later, you stroll around the village. You're now the one with the stones, which makes you feel good. You arrive at the border of the ocean. It's a stony beach, and that's when you see her for the first time. She's collecting stones on the beach, lost in her world. Sometimes she continues walking, looking out on the ocean. What is she thinking? And what is it with the way she walks? You can't stop observing every movement she does. Who is she? And that's when a kid comes running up to her. She takes its hands and they start walking away. The whole day you think about this woman. There was something special about it. The chief invites you to stay for as long as you want to. And also the next nights end in long feastings. One day... A man comes to you and invites you to his little cottage. He wants to buy stones and wants to know a little bit more about it. Okay, so you go. His kids are outside the cottage, feeding the animals. You walk into the cabin where the man sits at the table and he's very happy to see you. He's a very friendly guy. Invites you to sit down with him. You put the stones on the table, start explaining them. You dive into your world just until the curtain to another room opens up. And there she is. Oh, look, the one with the stones is here. Welcome to our little cottage. That's Sela, my my beautiful wife, he says. She smiles at you, and again, it's not her beauty which astonishes you, it's something else. And one day you will know, because from this day on, you spend a lot of time with them, because you become really good friends, and over the coming years, you will be experiencing different life phases together with them. He's a great, fun guy to be with and she's this kind, loving and caring woman. The kids, they just love you and you would protect them as if they would be your own. It happens that sometimes you envy them a bit because they have everything you wish for. A loving partner, kids and a little cottage with your own animals. This would mean stability. It would mean a fulfilled life. Now you are known to be an excellent observer. And that is what you do when you spend time with them. You observe every single one of them. But Sela, there is something mystic in her which you still haven't figured out. After all those years, what it is. The only thing you know is that there is more than what everyone can see. Something is sleeping in there. But what is it? 
What happened a few winters later is tragic. One day, Sela's husband and the kids went out hunting. And they never came back again. Years later, their dead bodies were found and it must have been an avalanche that had killed them. But the day they didn't come back, that was the day where Sela was a broken woman. You tried to talk to her a few times, many times, console her, but she was just this shell and didn't let anyone in. And one day, she packed her bags, took her horse and rode away. Little did you know that the next time you would see her again, you would know what it was that she had been hiding all the years. End of part one. Out of part two. Now do you know what I believe? We often think we know who we are. But I don't believe that we know. Don't you think there are things in there which we are not aware of? Elements, emotions, personal characteristics which haven't shown up yet? And what if that what you describe to know about yourself is just a base, just a foundation? But there is so much more. Did this ever happen to you that you thought, oh God, if this, if this is going to happen in my life, this will be the end. Oh no, that I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. And then it happens and you survive it. And even better, you think, oh, I handled this surprisingly well. And you are amazed by yourself. It's like, hmm, I'm stronger than I think I was. So the thinking you had before, maybe today, was completely wrong. Completely wrong. And I think that is so funny. I mean, we think we know and we don't know shit. For myself, not really knowing how I will be acting to something or reacting to something, that leaves everything open. And in a funny way, it gives me this sensation of liberty. Mixed. Mixed with fear and somehow still a deep inner basic trust that it will turn out fine. I know, a born optimist. I am. (laughs) And I genuinely think we often react better than expected. Maybe we should all believe a little bit more in ourselves and be kind to ourselves and say, hey, I believe in you. you. You are going to handle it. Because you can be amazed by yourself, can't you? Yes, you can. And maybe we're all stronger than we think we are. 
What I'm trying to say here is, number one, there is so much more in there to explore or in here, in yourself to explore. It will show up in a crisis or if you voluntarily start to push the limits and break the boundaries. That's also when it's going to show up. It's an adventure. And secondly, let me read this from Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving Up, because he hits it on the point here. Here we go. Quoting. Well, I'm always wrong about everything over and over and over again, and that's why my life improves. Growth is an endlessly iterative iterative process. Sorry, never seen this word before. Iterative process. Excuse me. When we learn something new, we don't go from wrong to right. Rather, we go from wrong to slightly less wrong. And then we learn something additional. We go from slightly less wrong to slightly less wrong than that. And then to even less wrong than that and so on. And we're always in the process of approaching truth and perfection without actually ever reaching truth or perfection. We shouldn't seek to find the ultimate right answer for ourselves, but rather we should seek to chip away at the ways that we are wrong today so that we can be a little less wrong tomorrow. When viewed from this perspective, personal growth can actually be quite scientific. End of quote. Just take this simple example. Today you might think that you are a very jealous person. Imagine that one day you're not going to be jealous anymore. But what do you have to experience to get there? So many questions, so many questions. And you will see Sela, the Viking woman. She's a very good example. Unfortunately, she had to suffer to find out what was in there, in her. And I will tell you in the next episode. And what I would invite you to do is to imagine that first you have a massive potential of becoming stronger, wiser, more caring and loving than what you are today. Would that be a path worth taking? Stronger, wiser, caring, loving? Yes, huh? But, but, what if you have to suffer and go through hell to get there? Would you still say yes? Would you accept to know that you will be suffering a lot and it would be so hard but afterwards there is a guarantee that you will have a better life than today will it really but it could be it's tempting to stay where you are because it's comfortable and maybe that's good because then you would be aware that you are in a good place. 
which is a lovely thing, isn't it? But what if you are so damn curious on what is on the other side that you can't say no to this path? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. What a journey, what a journey. Now, what is the story of Sela going to tell us? We will see. I will tell you soon. In the meantime, take care and bye. <laughs> and by the way, I'm Anna Yelen, your time expert. Someone who will soon be starting the journey of writing a book. It's all up here. It's all up in there. And I wonder how this will be. <laughs> to put it out there and then one day share it with you. Oh, I'm so excited about it. I, I literally can't wait to start put it out because it took me over a year. I mean, it was all up in there and it took me over a year and suddenly it started to get structured. And from that day on, I just can't wait to write. I just can't wait to write. And soon the day will come and I'm going to start. Enough babbling. Take care. And you, I'm sure you're so much stronger than you think you are. You're so much stronger than you think you are. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye.